Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Welcome to WriteCast, a casual conversation for serious writers, a monthly podcast by the Walden University Writing Center. I'm Claire Hilikoski. And I'm Casey Walls. Keeping up your motivation can be tough these days, and we'll discuss some strategies and recommendations to help you stay motivated this month. Claire and I will discuss some struggles with motivation and writing, especially in our current global climate, and some ways to keep your motivation up and also be kind to yourself. Right. So first, I want to start out by saying that this is not an episode about how much great additional work you should be doing. I know I have felt extremely challenged during this time period. And personally, Mm -hmm. people's posts about how they've managed to finally write their novel or learn a new language uh, have really bummed me out. Yeah, we are definitely not saying that you should be more productive during this time or that you should be setting unreasonable expectations for yourself. However, that doesn't mean that we don't all still have things we need to do. Casey's working on her dissertation, for example. Or at least trying to. Uh, Part of the inspiration for this podcast episode actually comes from my constant feeling that I should be taking advantage of all this at-home time. But on the one hand, it's nice to not have to turn down invitations for social outings in order to get my writing time in. But on the other not having any social outlets has been really emotionally and mentally draining for me. But I know that I have to get the work done. And because Casey is working on this writing project, she's really tapped into some resources and ideas to help stay motivated, especially when going out to a coffee shop or meeting up in person for some writing time isn't possible. I have been trying so many different techniques, but one that has been fairly helpful is an online writing group that I joined. And it connects writers from all around the world for set one hour Zoom meetings. So we turn on our webcams. I always turn mine on, but it's optional. You don't have to. And then get to work. I find having the camera on and (laughs) knowing that people can see me if I start, you know, zoning out is pretty motivating for me. But I really like this because it forces me to stick to a schedule in terms of writing. I know the three specific hours a day that other people will be in the Zoom room. And so I can put that on my calendar and really it holds me accountable. Otherwise, I feel like it's way too easy to just think, oh, I'll get to it later. We also have a shared progress chart that we can fill in to keep track of our progress. So that we can even see that we're making some, and also to practice setting intentional goals and following through. So at the start of each session, each writer can fill in an Excel cell regarding what they hope to achieve over the course of the hour. And then at the end, we can go back and mark it either complete or in progress, and then write in any notes regarding the session. It's a really good accountability tool for those who find that sort of thing helpful. And I know you can find similar writing groups online through websites like meetup.com. That sounds really supportive, but also low effort as far as interaction, et cetera. Sometimes just knowing that other people are working can really boost your motivation. And you and I had talked a little bit about a blog that you read where the woman created her own writing retreat. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about that? 
Yeah, actually, I am planning to try doing this myself uh, this month, actually. So the idea behind a writing retreat is that you set everything aside, aside from your writing project. And so creative writers, Claire, you might have experience or knowledge of this as well, in the past have had a lot of these kinds of specifically organized in-person retreats where writers will actually travel away from home and work with professional writing coaches. Have you ever done anything like that, Claire, or heard of something like that? I haven't personally done one, but yeah, they are a a kind of a thing in the creative writing community and they'll get different writers together in different areas for a few days or maybe a week. They usually have a couple kind of all-star writers come and help sort of do some motivational exercises or give feedback as you're writing. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about uh, with this experience as well, but they do tend to be expensive. So the woman, uh, Dr. Kathy Mazak, she rented an Airbnb for her own retreat. Personally, I'm just planning to stay at home and save that money, but I'm very fortunate to have an office with a door that closes and a partner who is very respectful of my time and supportive of my goals. So I have a little whiteboard on my door and I can leave a message dorm room style to let him know that I'm trying to focus. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And I've actually attempted to do a writing retreat where I left home for the week, but I actually found the isolation to be hindering my ability to focus. So this time I'm just going to focus on my writing during the day and then spend time with my husband and dog in the evening. You've got to figure out what works for you. Dr. Mazak also explained that she's realistic and that she knows she won't be able to write 24-7 during her retreat. I think that's a mistake I made in my own initial retreat as well. So what she's doing is she brings books that she feels will stimulate her writing muscles while still being a kind of respite from the mentally taxing act of writing. Personally, I like to break up my time in 25-minute Pomodoros because knowing exactly when I'll get a break helps me focus during the time I want to work. For our listeners, can you let us know what a Pomodoro is? Yeah, absolutely. It's a technique uh, based on setting specific time limits for focused work and then for taking a break. So The traditional style and the style that I follow is 25 minutes of focused work and then a five minute break. And I think it's based on like tomato shaped timers. I'm not really sure. But if you look up Pomodoro, you can find some more information about it. Yeah, there's a lot of little motivational tools like that, right? I remember some friends who were doing National Novel Writing Month before they found this website uh, where after you've written a certain number of words or for a certain amount of time, you are rewarded with a picture of a kitten. You know, whatever works, whatever's going to help you uh, kind of focus, really, really focus during that time and or break it up. Never underestimate the power of changing up your space or your routine to really help you stay motivated. Uh, Even just working at home, which we, we do here at the Writing Center, we're remote employees. So I move around the house when I feel unmotivated rather than just working in one space at my desk. I'll stand up and work at my kitchen table or work in my bedroom, my porch, uh, sometimes on the couch. And it really helps me to kind of reset. I'll also sometimes I'll maybe change the music, some background music 
music or grab a cup of tea, anything to kind of help me refocus. I love that. And it shows that you don't have to, you know, make this huge journey to change something up. Right. And I like to set myself little rewards. So I have a calendar with a sticker code and I try to add to that calendar each day. So one sticker color shows that I did some writing that day and another shows I did some research. And I know it sounds a little silly, but those little stickers are actually really motivating for me. I like to see all of them add up. And I also try to be kind to myself by not requiring that I meet any specific goal to earn the sticker. If I write even one sentence or read one paragraph, I get a sticker. And that low stakes level helps me get started and ensures that I'll do some work almost every single day. I think that's really good. And it reminds me of a kind of phrase that I've heard in like workout motivation, where it's like the best workout is the one that you'll actually do, <laughs> right? <laughs> so even if it's not as challenging or long as you maybe had mentally set for yourself, having something that you actually do every day is really powerful. Absolutely. Because there are so many ways that we can sabotage ourselves by creating unrealistic goals or comparing our own work styles and processes to those of others, and basically just beating ourselves up for things that are way out of our control. So we also wanted to touch base about writing that might not necessarily add pages to your writing project, but could help free up your mind and help you sort through your emotions so that you can make progress. Right. And like we've said, this is a challenging time in a lot of ways. And writing can be a useful tool, not just something we have to do to get things done. Plus, writing out your feelings and reflections can help clear out that mental space so you feel more motivated. Some previous WriteCast co-hosts talked about mindful writing and taking care of yourself in episode 34, which might be worth a re-listen to help center yourself and practice making mental space. And episodes 39 and 40 explain how to use positive affirmations to promote healthy and productive writing. We also covered writing through difficult circumstances and emotions in our restorative writing episode with a follow-along activity in episode 61 and the bonus episode that goes along with it. Remember, take it easy on yourselves, listeners. Take things a day at a time, take breaks, breathe, and do what you need to do in order to feel sane and healthy. Yeah, scholarly writing can feel isolating even outside of a pandemic but you're definitely not alone in this process. We hope you'll try out some of the strategies we discussed today, check out the previous WriteCast episodes, and utilize some of the resources in the Writing Center. Writing can feel isolating even outside of a pandemic, but you're definitely not alone in this process. We hope you'll try out some of the strategies we discussed today, check out the previous WriteCast episodes, and utilize some of our resources in the Writing Center. All of our synchronous webinars include interactive portions. Our paper reviews are completed by real life writing instructors. And you can always reach out to us at writingsupport at mail.waldenu.edu for some recommendations on other resources and just a nice note from one of our awesome team members. 
We also have another mini announcement today. Uh, I will be going out on maternity leave this month. And due to that, as well as the holidays, we won't be posting a new podcast episode in December or January. So likely you won't hear me on the February episode either, as I may still be out depending on my leave dates, but I'll be back. And if you have any writing-related topics you'd like us to discuss on WriteCast in 2021, please email them to us. You can use that same writing support at mail.waldenu.edu address and just put something about WriteCast in the subject line. That way we make sure it gets to us. Until then, keep up the great work. Keep being kind to yourself. Keep writing. Keep inspiring. WriteCast is a monthly podcast produced by the Walden University Writing Center. Visit our online writing center at academicguides.waldenu.edu slash writing center. Find more WriteCast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast app. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our blog and at writing support at waldenu.edu. Thanks for listening.